Hey, everybody. Hope you are having a wonderful Wednesday. This is going to be a short webinar, but I think it's going to be impactful for you to understand a little bit about what Michael and I do for our investing. I've put a couple pictures here on the front to give you an idea of what we're about to be looking at. So before I get started, let's talk about the upcoming class on June 1st. James Jenkins is my personal insurance agent for a lot of my policies and he is an educator like me. He loves to do free guidance and counseling for people to really just help better understand the industry. And I find that he is one of the most educated insurance agents in terms of policy coverages and lack of coverages that I've ever met. And so I think that it's gonna be fantastic to have him on and to speak a little bit about what he sees in the industry, the trends that we're seeing, and also some of what the pitfalls that you can run into on insurance policies as landlords, as business owners, and even as homeowners for your own personal policy. So I'm excited to have him coming on. And then as always, you can go back to our website to view any past classes or webinars that we've done. We also have a lot of our radio shows up there. And then of course you can see upcoming events on Facebook. Some of them we'll post way in advance and then some of them we only post a couple weeks in advance. I'll be sending out an invite to a big event that we've got coming up in a couple of weeks. I believe it's on the 28th, don't quote me on that. So we'll be sending that flyer out probably early next week. And then of course you can go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, any of our podcast channels to follow what we're doing and also the education that we provide for free. Before I get started, as always, everything that I'm going to talk about today is my best guidance, opinion, and recommendations based on years of owning and operating a real estate investment firm, but also being an investor myself. We are one tool in your toolbox. We are always going to recommend and guide you to those people in your life that we feel can help you on your journey along with us or whatever other real estate agent you work with. We are not lawyers. We can't give legal advice. We are not CPAs and we can't give you tax advice. We're always going to do our best to guide you within the confines of what we are allowed to do. But of course, anytime you need a recommendation or a referral, we have those available for you. Now, I've got a little bit of a different disclaimer I'm going to add today. And it's because what I'm about to talk to you about is crazy. And I, I named the class that on purpose. And it's not crazy to me because it's what I know. It's what I'm educated in. It's what my experience is in. But to all of you, it's going to seem a little crazy. And for you to attempt to go and replicate what I'm doing would also be crazy. So number one, we buy property sight unseen. We buy properties without inspections. We buy properties that wind up getting demolished. We buy properties that have had fires or mold or leaks or roofs cave in or walls missing or any myriad of other serious issues. We do not get bids before closing. I'm even about to show you one we remodeled that literally was sitting on the ground. There was no supports, there was no floors, there were exterior walls, few interior walls, and that's it. So in a nutshell, I do not recommend the model that I am about to discuss for you. We are crazy. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, everything that we do is meticulous. Everything that we do is because we know how to do it. So when I look at pictures of a property and some of these we're gonna show you in a moment, I know exactly where to budget it. One of the other benefits I have is that if I do go slightly over budget or sometimes even slightly under budget, that's something that I have the luxury of being able to afford. 
So again, this is not a model that we recommend for you, but it will help you understand where my experience comes from and what type of deals we are doing on a daily basis. Let's get started. 3720 Sockwell. Now this one's really unique. This is a property that we bought and it was 50% burned out and 50% occupied with existing tenants, which is really scary when I show you some of these pictures. So there's a main apartment building that had eight apartments and then there's a carriage house that had a series of garages and two apartments overhead. Now, this property was originally built in the early 1930s, or, um, I think 1920s actually, and it was a Dilaudid treatment center for women. And it essentially had a lot of people that lived there that were very ill, uh, both mentally and physically, and had a lot of people that passed away. In the back of the building, there is what we believe to be a crematorium. And there is a basement, which we turned into the laundry room that we think might have been used to uh, keep dead bodies. So a lot of really neat history and sad history with this building. And it was really a fun project. Now we started this project right as um, we kind of started to see the labor and uh, lumber increase. And so we finished this right as COVID was kind of ramping up. Now let's take a look at some of the before pictures. So the units that were burned out were burned out about 50 years before we purchased this building. So they'd just been sitting there burned out. And we came in of course and redesigned the entire building, reframed out the entire building, separated off to separate electric metering, all of the things that we recommend on a smaller scale for what we work with our investors on to make sure that we have maximized profit. And so you'll see an example of some of the units that were not so rough, and then some of the units that quite literally were just at studs. And this shows you some more before photos. So you'll see um, this bottom left photo was the top floor of the carriage house. And you can see this old owner just kind of put plastic on the windows when they broke. There definitely was some really neat historic stoves and things inside these units. And we run into that a lot. You know, people, you watch HGTV and you see people find cast iron tubs and they're so excited. And we find them and we're like, oh, another heavy tub to move because it's just an everyday occurrence for us to find these historical artifacts. But um, this kind of gives you a sampling of what the better condition units look like. So we came in and completely gutted it. We took everything to studs and rewired, replumbed. Obviously it got new roof, it had new siding. Although this was not a historically registered property and there's a lot of reasons why we chose not to do that. And anyone who's ever remodeled a historic property understands why. But um, we tried to keep the historic look as much as possible and restore it back to its former glory. So if you look at a photo out of the history books of when this was the treatment center to now, it really looks almost identical, which I love. And then here's some more photos. And for those of you who are on my Facebook and follow our rehabs, we use a similar finish out in every property we do. We're always doing some form of gray or beige mixed paint color, white trim, thick casings, thick molding, ceiling fans, white shaker cabinets, some form of light colored tile backsplash. Sometimes we'll vary that a little bit in apartments so that we have some uniqueness unit to unit. Uh, I find that's a great way to lease up apartments faster when you have lots of units available because they might like one a little better than another and it makes them pick that one and it can create a little bit more of a buzz for the building. But um, you'll see that we, we kept the integrity of large closets here. We do stainless appliances 
and that one really turned out great. And so that, again, was a 10-unit apartment with an eight-unit main apartment building and then a two-unit carriage house with garages underneath, and then there was also a series of carports to the right. Now, that building also came with an extra lot behind it that I was able to sell, and um, I didn't develop that lot because it didn't have utilities and streets to it, and so that was sold on the open market, and we got great money for that as well. This property here is probably the biggest transformation we've ever done. And since then, I've done quite a few that were this large, but at the time, this was definitely the ugliest house we'd ever done. And it's funny, our vice president, Jason Bales, and the lead of our investment team, Courtney Bales, we had just met them uh, not too long before this and decided to take them out to see some of the projects that we were doing and took them to see this property. And I, I had to pick their jaws back up off the floor. And it really just looks ugly. It's a fantastic house and it's been a, a just a fantastic project, but I want you to see how things can change and how they transform. It's been integral to everything we do to save these old homes. And there's been a big push in a lot of these places, especially before the values climbed as much as they have the last year to just bulldoze them and start fresh. And in my entire career, I've only bulldozed one house. And so I think those are pretty good numbers given the, the types of properties that we often get into. But this property was on the ground. You can see on the right side that it, there, there's no support, there's no beams, there's no perimeter. Uh, it's sitting on the ground. So when you walked in the door, you literally stepped down onto dirt. And so this was a very unique project. And this is as we kind of got started and you could see that the first thing we did was come in and put perimeter beams. Now we generally do this on every old house that we buy. You'll find in these old, frame homes that they kind of sag inward because there's nothing to support the outer roll straight up. And so we don't cheap out on foundation repair. Our average foundation repair on these tiny little houses is like seven grand, eight grand. And that's because we come in and we put these perimeter beams and rebuild the entire underpinning of the house. And that's how we make sure it maintains its integrity for the life of the property. And so if we're going to come in and make the inside look beautiful, we want to make sure that before we put new plumbing and do all those things that the house can support that and have proper beaming. So you'll see here they've lifted this house feet and all new beaming around this entire home. So this is what it looked like in the better areas of the house. So you'll see a little bit of original hardwood flooring, of course, the old little kitchen, uh, vinyl or linoleum tile. In the bathroom, they just put plywood up on the ceiling. I'm, I'm not sure what happened in there, but that's what they did. So we came in again and gutted the entire property. And at the end, it looked fantastic. It actually rented before we got final rehab photos. And so I don't even have final photos before tenants move in, which that's generally what we find. But you'll see the outside has been completely redone. We love to throw cedar accents on some of these darker homes. And then, of course, we always do the architectural shingle roofs because A, they last longer and B, they just look better. Vinyl windows, we typically go with white windows. It's about 30 to 40% cheaper than the colored windows. And so when you look at our properties, we'll take a little bit of leeway on color patterns and the lead of my team, I, I really don't even pick colors anymore. He did one the other day for those of you following me that was like neon blue, that was kind of fun. And it, it gives them a little bit of an identity, but we're always gonna make sure that the quality of the material, so the vinyl windows, the architectural shingles, those types of things are gonna remain consistent. So inside, this went completely down to studs, totally gutted. Again, you'll find the thick oversized molding, stainless appliances. This one actually got a marble backsplash, uh, shaker cabinets, granite countertops. I don't do anything that's not granite, and I don't do any carpet in my properties. 
we took the move from carpet to 100% vinyl a couple of years ago, and we've stuck with that ever since. The only time that you'll see carpet in one of my properties is if it already had existing vinyl that's in good shape that I can't match. And so then we'll put carpet in until we replace the vinyl. But um, we do vinyl or wood flooring in 100% of our homes, which for me, that makes a much lower cost of turnover. Even if the flooring's in decent shape, we're going to come in and put vinyl in throughout. Because for me, it makes it easier for re-renting that I don't have to deal with carpet cleaning and carpet replacement. And vinyl is negligibly more expensive than carpet. You'll also notice in all of our properties that we put handlebars on our cabinets. That's one of the simple things to overlook, but you will extend the life of the finish of your cabinets just by putting handles on there because then you're not getting all that grime and things of people grabbing cabinets. So it's just a couple hundred dollars extra, but makes a huge difference. Now, this was a really unique one. This was a property that we felt should have been a duplex, and it happened to be in a district where we had zoning ability to do that. And so, again, it's another rough one, but we came in here and we ran two new power lines, two new plumbing and sewer lines, and we were able to split this and turn it into a duplex. And the two units brought in a higher rent than what the one home would have had we turned it into a single family home. Now this one was a wood lover's dream inside. And I wish I could tell you that we salvaged all this and used it somewhere, but again, we move quick and we don't have time to do those things. And so all this was opened up. We went back down to studs, did a floor plan redesign, came in, framed it out, and it turned into a beautiful, beautiful duplex. And so the rehab on this one ran about 87,000 for the whole building. Um, we actually got a steal on this rehab. It, it turned out a lot less than what I would have expected and certainly less than what it would cost today. But I think I paid, and don't quote me on this, but I think back in the day when I bought this a couple of years ago, I think I bought it for maybe 40,000 or 45,000. It was really, really cheap. So this one was another slam dunk deal. This was actually the first time I put navy on an exterior and I loved it. And so we've used this color a lot more since. I think this is called navel, really, really pretty accent color if you're repainting the exterior of a building. But I love the way this one turned out. And then again, you'll see two inside units. We always make sure that we modernize the floor plan as much as we can. So we spent a lot of time in this one trying to figure that floor plan out. And this one had soaring ceilings as well. Uh, just like the Sockwell apartment building and a lot of these older homes, you really find one of two things. You either find really short ceilings, so like eight or nine foot ceilings, or you find soaring ceilings, and uh, that's gonna be like 12 to 14 foot ceilings. And so this was one of those that had really tall ceilings, which you can see if you look at how far over the door frame on that seven foot door there was. But again, you'll find solid surface countertops, a shaker cabinet, stainless steel appliances, and um, yeah, just kind of a very consistent look throughout. But this one is another one that went totally down to studs. Now, one thing I will say is that we always put two inch faux wood blinds. I don't like mini blinds and they break immediately. And it's not always tenant abuse, they just break. And so I've come put two inch faux wood blinds in every property. If you don't put blinds in, you run one of two things. One, the tenant's gonna come put their own and not do it right or try to take it when they leave, which once they put them up, they become a part of the lease. Or number two, they're gonna take nails and tack sheets or put foil or other types of things up. And then it's just creating more things we have to go fix. Even if we're billing the tenants for it, it's still stuff we have to do. So I'm a big proponent of spending the five to 700 bucks and putting two inch foot with blinds in. Now this is an example of a little bit of a smaller one. And um, this is one we just finished. 
So it didn't need a whole lot. It was in overall pretty decent shape other than it, it had some, some funky colors on the outside. But this is what it looked like inside. So it had nice wood floors that could be saved. It had some nice casings on some of the windows and it wasn't in bad shape. Now here's the thing. When you have to come in and remodel a bathroom or you have to come in and remodel the whole house, whether it's trashed like the first one I showed you or whether it's in okay condition like this one, it really doesn't matter. The cost is going to be the same from my perspective because I have to redo it all anyway. Just because it has old cabinets that aren't all torn up versus having old cabinets where all the doors are missing, it's really irrelevant to me because either way they're old cabinets and I'm not saving them. So the only time that really matters is when the foundation is more significant or the roof is more significant or the drywall has to be replaced and so it's funny people look at the really ugly ones and they think it's going to cost a lot more but in reality unless there's functional systems that have irreparable damage it actually costs exactly the same because like I said replacing moderately damaged cabinets or completely damaged cabinets either way I'm replacing those cabinets so there's a misconception that when it's uglier it takes more work and more money and that's just not always the case. So here's some more pictures giving you an idea. And this is what it looked like after. So again, just real simple, came in with those cedar accents. These are northern properties, right? You know, Denison Sherman area, right on that Oklahoma border. And you get a lot of that rustic kind of vibe. And so this is a nice way to carry that in. And then sometimes we'll have just a tiny bit of hail damage around the windows or things. And so it's cheaper to come in and frame it out like this than it is to come reside in an entire property. What I always try to tell people to remember is this is not a home you're living in. This is a rental property. We want it right. We want it cute, but you don't necessarily have to do it the way that you would want it just if you're going to live there. So it's about finding the most cost effective option to get to the end result without putting your personal preferences in there beyond just designing what cost wise makes sense. Now this is another one we just did. This is 106 West Tut. Um, I'm not sure what they were watching on TV, but there were three or four satellites on this roof. Um, again, really ugly looking house, but if you look at the siding, very simple to come in and fix. And so this was one that we had a great time doing. And so it really was in kind of decent shape inside. So when we get one like this, this is where it gets really tricky because people will price it as if it doesn't need a full remodel. But again, whether it's clean and needs updating or trashed and needs updating, if I'm updating it, I'm updating it. And so at the end of the day, it often doesn't save that much. The nice thing about one like this is that the foundation typically will have been repaired and so it's not as bad and maybe we don't have as much drywall work to do. And so we can save some money on the rehab side because of the big ticket items. You know, your foundation, your HVAC, your roof on property like this is gonna be close to 25 to 50% of your whole budget. And so sometimes by the time we get through those items, that's half our budget, depending on the property. So again, you'll see finishing rehab here. Outside looks fantastic. So we took those thin little sticks and came in and wrapped everything in cedar, which obviously gives a lot more support to the house. This time we came in with a steel blue and again, cedar accents here. And the inside turned out great. And you'll see here that we were able to salvage that vinyl flooring. And so we did come and put new carpet in the bedroom. And so this is one of those rare occurrences where um, this actually, 
I think this was part of a package I bought. I buy a lot of packages. So like five houses, nine houses, 12 houses. And this was actually part of a package. And so some of them were in better shape than others. And so we were able to, to salvage a few things on this one. And here's some more after photos. Now you'll notice we always come in and as much as we can try to do new doors. I know some people try to save those flat panel doors. I can't stand them and they delaminate. And so if they're in perfect shape, then we'll save them. But often we're gonna come in and, and moldings and doors are one of those things that unless they're in really good shape, we're gonna come in and replace. Now, sometimes we find really cute historic front and back doors and we'll leave those like you'll see that there by that kitchen. But um, generally we're, we're gonna come in and replace that stuff too. We also put central AC in every single property we have, no matter how small the square footage is. I only have one project I know of uh, where we left window units in and, and I don't even own that project anymore. Now, this is an example of one that just needed cosmetic updating. So when we go back to that question of budgeting, of, of if I'm replacing a system, I'm replacing it, costs the same whether it's in good shape or bad shape. This is one where we were able to look at it and find ways to save what was there because it was in good enough shape. So this is actually a very big house. This is about a $300,000 house now, maybe more and um, just really, really cute inside. It had long-term tenants in there. They were school teachers. They'd taken great care of it. Uh, here are the pictures after move out. So they did leave some stuff behind that we hauled off, but um, they had been very good tenants. And we were able to save the cabinets, which was awesome. And we were able to save some of the moldings. And of course we came in and got everything streamlined, textured, the vinyl throughout, uh, upgraded the kitchen. We just painted those cabinets, put new poles on, got all the new windows and everything installed and it turned out beautiful. So there are some of the rehabs that we do. I encourage you, if you wanna see more about what we do and my posts about what we run into on rehabs and how we budget them and all the different things that I'm constantly posting about that, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, I can't accept friend requests, I'm beyond that 5,000, but you can come follow me and get access to all of that. Uh, we do post every single rehab that we are doing on my Facebook. And then probably in another six or seven months, I'll do another one of these and show you some more uh, different ones that we are working on. We currently, as of today, have, I want to say, 24 properties in rehab, and we have crews already on 19 or 20 of those, and so we run very quick. Our average rehab is six weeks, and so we're constantly turning properties, so there's a lot being added there, and, you know, some are smaller, some are bigger. I'll say that our average rehab right now is running about $52,000 and they, again, six, six to eight weeks total, including permitting. But um, would love to have you guys on there watching those. And of course, if you ever have any questions, you can always reach out. Otherwise, I'll look forward to seeing everyone in a couple of weeks for the insurance webinar. We've got a full schedule for the rest of summer. And as always, if you have any suggestions on things you'd like me to cover or topics you want us to discuss or guests you'd like to have on, please send me an email at ceo at omnikeytexas.com. I would love to hear it. Otherwise, have a fantastic rest of your week and I'll see everybody soon. Thanks so much.